Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Beyond the Glam podcast. I am your host, Natalie. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about my experience from working at Seventeen Magazine. So I shared that I was going to be talking about this over on my TikTok, and I had a lot of good response over on TikTok. So I just kind of want to introduce myself and introduce the podcast for those of you guys that are new to this podcast. So basically, I invite women that work in fashion, beauty, and journalism, or just media-related careers to talk about their experiences and their career journey, and also talk about like where they went to school, any internships that they had, any jobs that they had prior to the companies that they are working at. So I just invite them to provide resources and information about their road to where they are now. And hopefully it can inspire other women that are in their 20s to also just keep pushing and persevering towards their goals. So a little bit about me. So my name is Natalie, like I said, and I am a TV journalist and I have been working in the industry for about five years now. And I am the social media producer at a TV station here in California. And I'm also the first in my family to pursue a higher education. I'm also the only one. So I really don't have anyone in my family that I can ask for for advice or like what my next step should be. Yeah, they can provide me with their own opinions, but they don't have like set careers like where um, they have went to college and then they work at a certain company. So I can't really ask them for that kind of help in terms of like negotiating salaries or when it's time to move to another company. But I wanted to start this podcast because I want to be able to provide that for other people that may be in similar shoes that I am and are looking for advice in their careers. So I wanted to share my experience working at Seventeen Magazine how I got the internship and just like my overall experience. So we're going to be starting from the very beginning. So I'm going to take you guys back. So this is 2013 and I'm a senior in college. So this is uh, November of 2013. I'm a senior in college and I'm helping put on this event for Lauren Berger with the Intern Queen. And along with one of my friends, we are putting on this event together at Fresno State University. This is the university that I went to. So we are putting on this event for her at the college. I reached out to her and I said, hey, I would really, really love if you came to my university and just gave a speech on your experience and what you have done. So I reached out to some school officials and so they said that they would love to have her and if you guys are not familiar with intern queen basically she did 13 internships while she was in college and she had a variety of different internships and uh, and so when she graduated from college she uh, 
created this company called Intern Clean to help other students land internships and just provide them with tools and resources. So we were putting on this event for Lorian Burger. So the day before or a couple of hours before the event, my friend and I, we went to go meet up with her at the mall and we were just going to have coffee with her and chat about the event and go over some logistics about it. And so uh, after we met up with Lauren Berger, my friend and I, we went outside and we just started talking about like what we were going to be doing um like after the uh, fall semester and we always just caught up and talked about like what we were what like our next move was and we just kept each other in the loop so this was just kind of like one of those chats so she was talking about how she was going to be doing an internship in New York and so that like got me really really excited because I was just always really excited about her next move and so then she told me that she was going to be doing an internship at Seventeen Magazine for the spring semester. So we are in November of 2013. She's telling me that she got this internship at Seventeen Magazine. And obviously I was really, really excited for her. And I was like, okay, maybe I can do the internship too. But you guys, like I was graduating that December. So of course I wasn't going to be able to do it, right? So after the event happened, it was really, really successful. It was jam-packed with a lot of students, so it was just a really, really successful uh, event, and uh, Lauren Berger just really had a great time at uh, Fresno State, and it was just like a really, really great event, and I was just feeling very, very proud of myself in terms of like the turnout and like just how everything went and flowed really, really smoothly. Then I went home that night and I emailed one of the Intern Queen's employees and I told her that we had a really, really great event and I also told her that I was interested in interning at Seventeen Magazine. And then I also sent my resume and cover letter to the editor-in-chief at the time at Seventeen Magazine. And I just wrote a generic uh, uh, intro to who I am. And I sent her my cover letter, the same thing that I sent to the uh, one of the employees that worked at Intern Queen. And I also sent my cover letter and my resume to the generic email that they had listed on the Seventeen Magazine's website, like just for like interns and that email that they have listed on there so I sent it to three different people and nobody replied back to me so I was like okay like maybe like I am just not destined to go to New York with my really good friend and you guys like I was just really really hopeful that I would just be able to land this internship and I don't know where I got this confidence because like what are the odds that they would select two people from Fresno, California to do an internship at Seventeen Magazine when it's very, very competitive? And now that I have interned there, I have seen how many resumes and cover letters they receive on a daily from people that they that people from people that want to intern there. So I honestly can't even believe that. 
I beat the odds, but okay. So let me talk, get back to the story. I was really hoping to hear back from the employee that worked at Intern Queen like the next day, say like, oh yeah, the event went really, really good, but I still didn't hear anything. So uh, then I think a week goes by after I had sent my resume and my cover letter um, and somebody emailed me uh, and they were asking me for my availability and the person that emailed me worked at Seventeen Magazine. So they emailed me asking me for my availability and they also asked like other generic questions like if I was going to be able to get credit and when I could jump on a call for an interview for the internship. So I emailed them back, I told them my availability, and I also said that I was going to be able to get credit. Now you guys, like I was a senior in college in 2013, and I knew that I was graduating that semester. I wasn't going to be able to extend my graduation, but I still said that I was going to be able to get credit. And I really had no idea if I was, but I set up the interview and I was just really, really, I guess, very confident that I was going to be able to go and do the internship. But you guys, like, I really don't know who ended up forwarding my resume and my cover letter till this day from those three different emails that I sent out I really don't know who forwarded my resume and my cover letter and how it is that well I know how it stood out because I had a lot of things listed on my resume so when I sent them my cover letter and my resume what I had on there I had already done a marketing internship and I had already interned at two different news stations here in California and I also put on there that I was that I was in the fashion club, my sorority stuff, that I was the president at in my sorority. So I had a lot of stuff on there. It's not like I just magically stood out. I think I really put in the work. So when they saw my cover letter and my resume, they saw that I was a very tenacious. And I was just very proactive in my work and just putting in the actual work and be prepared to do an internship in New York City. So that's like one big piece of advice when you are looking to intern at these big companies is make sure that you are being proactive while you're still in college and joining student organizations and putting things on your resume that could hopefully align with what you want to do after you graduate from college. So, okay, back to the story. So I told them my availability and I told them that I was going to be able to get credit and I really didn't know how I was going to do this. But um, so we had the call and we did the interview and it went really really good so then three days after I had that uh, interview then they emailed me back and they said that they were going to offer me the internship and you guys like I was just so over the moon I was just really really happy that I had secured this internship so 
now my problem was that I wasn't going to be able to get credit. And so then I started to panic a little bit because I wasn't going to be in school anymore. And so then I knew that I had to get a letter. So I got really, really resourceful and I started to email some professors at my local community college and I asked them if I could enroll in their class and do an online version of their class. So I, because I was being offered an internship in New York City and in order to do the internship, I had to still be in school. So one of the professors that I emailed, she replied back and she was a marketing uh, professor at the community college. And so she replied and she said that she could write me a letter and that I could enroll in her class and um, it would still count as like me getting credit. So I ended up enrolling into her marketing class in order so that I could get credit and be able to intern. And I got really, really lucky with that. I feel like everything just kind of aligned perfectly because technically I wasn't supposed to, you know, be getting this internship. But I think the cars were just aligned so perfectly for me to be able to secure this internship and also just get really, really lucky in having a professor take me in and writing me this letter and allowing me to be in her class. And this internship at Seventeen Magazine was just not paid. And so I didn't have any money saved up. And I was just really, really broke. I was like, okay, so now I secure the internship. I secure the, the letter that I needed in order to intern. So now how am I going to fund my internship? So like I said, the internship wasn't paid. I didn't have any money saved up. And I was just really, really broke. I was basically living paycheck to paycheck like most college students. So I created a GoFundMe. And some of my friends actually helped me out. And they, with the amount that they helped donate to this GoFundMe, it paid for my first month's rent over in New York City and it also helped pay for my plane like my one-way plane ticket from California to New York so to all of my friends thank you so much if you are listening to this episode I am just like really really thankful that I had friends that were in college that were able to help me and some of them gave me like $100 to help fund for this internship and I'm just like eternally grateful for that because if I didn't have friends like that that were able to help me out then I don't know if if it would have been the same experience because I left to New York City knowing that I was going to be able to pay my first month's rent and also I had a plane ticket my family wasn't able to help me out So that just really helped me a lot and I did have a part-time job at that time and I was working at the mall. So I told my boss about my internship and so when I told her about my internship, I told her, so I'm going to be leaving at the end of this month because I'm going to be interning at Seventeen Magazine. And so 
she was also really, really supportive. And she started to give me like 50 hours a week at the part-time job that I had. So it went up to 50 hours working at the mall. And uh, you guys, like I feel like everything just lined up very, very perfectly for this to work out. And I think when things are meant for you, they are just meant for you because you are just going to do what it takes for you to get to where you're supposed to be. But if things are meant for you, they're just going to work out perfectly how they did for me going into uh, this internship. So I think it's a privilege when you have help and your family is able to help fund your internship experiences, even if they are just helping pay the rent for that semester. That just really, really helps a lot. And it almost seems impossible if you don't have any sa money saved up or if you don't have anybody that can help you pay for these internship. But my biggest piece of advice is to just plan these internships out. Just find like 10 places that you want to intern at while you're still in college and uh, write them down and write down the names of people that work there. Find them on LinkedIn, find them on Twitter, find them on Instagram. If you want to intern at Seventeen Magazine, find who these people are and start to befriend them. Start liking their Twitter posts, sharing things that they share, like their work and commenting on things that they post on LinkedIn, uh, like their... Um, Whatever it is that they are doing, just make sure that you are interacting with them and befriend them over on social media. I think we are living in a time when we are able to connect with these people. And in 2013, it wasn't like this. And I think we had to be a little bit more resourceful when it came to these internships and just finding ourselves in these places. But write down the name of 10 dream places that you would like to intern, follow them on social media or wherever, wherever it is that you want to follow them, build a relationship and make sure that you also start saving. And if you're a freshman, obviously you have a little bit more time. But even if you are a senior and you want to do an internship right after you graduate from college, start saving now. And you just never know, maybe you don't end up getting the internship, but then now you have a little bit of a savings account and you won't be put into this situation like I am. So how I funded the rest of my time there. So I also had a credit card and I don't think I re would recommend this, but I only had my credit card and this credit card only had a limit of $5,000. So basically when it was maxed out, it was just going to be maxed out. I wasn't going to have any more money. So when I arrived to New York City, now it's January of 2014 and so I was going to be rooming with uh, my friend the other girl that was going to be interning at Seventeen magazine and so we rented out a room at an Airbnb and this Airbnb housed other students and or like other interns and early career professionals and so we were going to be rooming 
together in the same room and there was like other rooms but they were rent being rented out by other people and the rent was I want to say like a thousand or it was over a thousand for just one room and we were going to be staying in Brooklyn and so we were going to be splitting the rent um I want to say it was like 550 each but I really can't remember now so we were going to be paying like over $500 so that we could be rooming together. This was considered cheap for us. Um, but I'm just really, really glad that we were able to find a place that just fit our budget as well. And so this Airbnb that we were staying at, it was an hour, like it would take like an hour and a half almost to get to just one way. And so uh, if you guys are not familiar with New York City, New York City is divided into five boroughs. So we have Bronx, we have Brooklyn, we have Manhattan, we have Queens and Staten Island. And so we were staying in Brooklyn and the internship was in Manhattan. So we were going to have to commute from Brooklyn to Manhattan and that was an hour and like 15, 20 minutes just one way. And so I really don't want to glamorize my experience working at Seventeen Magazine, especially because I know that this experience wasn't glamorous, but I just really want to share with you guys the truth of how I was able to do that internship and kind of like what it took. But you're going to get the real deal here on my podcast, but you also, when you are doing an internship in New York City, even if it's not Seventeen Magazine, you also have to factor in the subway. And so when, at that time, the subway for a monthly pass was $112. I'm not sure how much it is now. I'm sure that it's a lot more, maybe like 130 But if you are doing an internship in New York City, you also have to factor the monthly like transportation so in total I think we were commuting like over like two hours like back and forth and it didn't matter if it was snowing if it was really really windy and just coming from California I don't think we were no we definitely were not prepared for the winter in New York City and it also didn't matter if it was snowing, if it was really, really bad. We still somehow had to make it to the internship. And I, being from California, I was just not prepared. And even though I thought I was prepared, like the winters in New York City are so different from California. So you guys, like I brought these really, not, they weren't even thin. They were kind of like thick jackets but the thing is like if you are in New York City you have to wear jackets that reach like below your knees because otherwise it's going to be it's still going to be real you're still going to be really really cold and that's one thing that I really didn't like factor in and then also like the scarves that we use here in California they are a joke like you need blanket scarves if you are going to New York so we ended up having to purchase things that would work in New York City so we had to purchase um, new jackets that were a little bit longer we also had to purchase snow boots and we also had to 
purchase like new scarves. We also had to purchase um, thick gloves because the gloves that we wear here in California, again, they are a joke in New York City winters. And if you are going to be wearing um, just leggings, well, they can't just be any leggings. They have to be fleece type material leggings and then on top of that you also have to wear more leggings so we were really really unprepared for this so that was another added cost that we didn't anticipate and also if you are thinking about interning there make sure that you are factoring these things out and take a look to see how things are in that specific city are you going to have to pay for transportation are you going to have to purchase things for your internship if it is your internship paid and if you are looking to intern at 17 magazine when i was interning there it was not paid whatsoever so we didn't even get a small stipend for transportation so also know that you really have to self-fund this experience i'm not sure how it is now if they, the interns are being paid now or being compensated in some way. So that's something that you also have to look into. So if you want to get an internship at Seventeen Magazine, I think the biggest question that you have to ask yourself too is like, why do you want to intern there? Like, what is this internship going to do for you? Because like I said, I don't want to glamorize my internship experience because it was really, really hard. And it was hard because it was unpaid and we also had to work up to 40 hours, sometimes even more. And I, at one point, I ended up just scaling back on the amount of hours that I was going to be interning because it was just really, really hard. So we were working like 40 hours at this internship unpaid and then also we had to commute there so it was an added like two and a half hours to our like daily to our already 40 hour work week and it was unpaid so basically as the intern my job was to help the fashion assistants in just any way that we could and so that could be from like helping them prep for any shoots we would lay out uh, different options for the editors to go around and pick ha have their pick and we would also take um clothing pieces to back to the designers and or also we would pick things up from the designers um offices and we were also in charge of mailing samples back to them and just um making sure that they had them on back on time so basically as the fashion intern you are there to make the life of the fashion assistant better. So the fashion assistant is there to help the editors and whoever else needs help, but you're there to help them out, make their life easier so that they can help someone else, if that, if that makes sense. So we had to go in at 9.30. So 9.30 a.m., we had to be there at 9.30 a.m. And so we had to leave at 7.30 a.m., at the latest and we couldn't leave the office until all the work 
was done pretty much for the day. So if we ended up having to stay there until midnight, then we were staying there until midnight. And mind you guys, like we still had an hour and a half commute. So if we stay there until midnight, we weren't getting home until 2 a.m. And that's because we were living in Brooklyn. Obviously, if you are living in Manhattan and you don't have that commute, then you're going to be home like really, really soon. So they also had like other interns, but they were in other departments. And I think that was like one of the biggest differences between the fashion interns and the interns that were like in the editorial department or the beauty department. They had a more structured day to where they started at one uh, time and they ended up leaving at the same time every single day. But with the fashion department, nobody leaves until everything that needs to get done leaves so it doesn't matter like how long you stay there but I think looking back to it if I think if I were to intern there again I would have done it in the editorial department because ultimately my goal was to write stories but I wasn't thinking about that when I took on the internship and I was just thinking about just securing an internship at Seventeen Magazine. And also, as the intern, you get to go to New York Fashion Week. So um, you go in place of the fashion assistant. So you're not going as yourself. You're going in place of the fashion assistant. And so we would take photos for the um, fashion assistants with our iPhone. So that's another thing. When you are interning in the fashion department, you also have to use your personal equipment in order to take on the work. So a lot of the times when we were returning items, we would take photos of the clothing pieces, upload them to the computer. And this was just kind of like a way to kind of like have a receipt that we sent said item back and just have a rundown of what we were sending back so we would use our phones to take photos of the clothing also during new york fashion week we would use our personal cell phones to take pictures of like the runway and we would go back to the um, office and we would upload them and so at one of the shows i got to see paris hilton and that was really, really cool. I think that was like one of my favorite memories. I have so many pictures that I took of her because she wasn't taking pictures with fans. And even then, I think in New York Fashion Week, it's not so much about like like fans running around because everyone there is kind of like someone if that makes sense. Like everyone there has their own place. They all they all have their own status and um so I also when I was interning I this was not at New York Fashion Week I got to see so many people there as well but when I was interning I also got to see a lot of celebrities I saw like Jason Derulo I saw Zendaya um I got to meet uh Rita Ora and uh, and I also got to see a lot of like the big influencers that we have now. And we got to learn more about the influencer world. So that's kind of like where my my curiosity into what influencers were doing. And so we had like at that time it was like Dulce Candy and we had Jen 
Jenin from Close Encounters and like just like all of these big influencers that we have now that have like 3 million subscribers like and um, they were up and coming at that time. That's kind of like when my world opened up and I started to see, hmm, this is actually a business. Like, this is like what they are doing. And so like, it was like something that I kind of like had in the back of my mind. And now I wish that I would have had a YouTube channel at that time so I could have documented my experience while being an intern. But you know, like... <laughs> That ship has sailed and I can't live with regrets, but that's kind of like when my mind, I was like, okay, this is actually a legit business. And I was just like, I think that's the time, even though it was a big, it took a big financial hit in terms of like me using my credit card and just like having to ask people for money. Like I think I, I did learn a lot and I think I learned more about myself more than anything but also how can you find these internships right so if you're looking to intern at Seventeen magazine or if you're looking to intern at just any other magazine know that these companies are housed by uh, Hearst magazine so that's what you want to look for or you also have to look for Condé Nast. And so there's like different magazines under each one. So I would also check out Ed 2010. I would check on LinkedIn. I would search up Hearst magazines. Or I would search up Condé Nast. Um, you can also check the Intern Queen's website. She lists a lot of like internships on there. Um, and I think I kind of want to start a job board on my website nataliedove.com and just list paid internships only I think yeah I think that's what I'm going to be doing um, and update it at least once a month because I think we really do need to be compensated for our time and yeah I'm glad that I was able to put that on my resume would I do it again I don't know if I would do it again and only because I think because it wasn't paid and I think it took a lot for me and it took a lot from my pockets actually and I think whether or not you are privileged enough to take on these internships I think you should still be compensated for the for what you're doing and in if you're working in the journalism industry at least in my experience I was just more so there to observe what the reporters were doing but in the fashion industry, I was actually being put to work. I was working like 40 hours a week and I was doing actual work that they could have paid somebody to do it. And I think you really do need to be compensated. So I think I am going to start that job board. So I'm going to put it in the show notes and just add some that I think that you should do that are paid because I think we should just steer more in that direction and I know that it's different in news because we're not actually being put to work so that's a little bit different I don't know I haven't been obviously in every newsroom but I know from the ones that I did I was never put to work I was just there to watch and observe what they were doing but as an intern I don't think that you should be uh, managing social media accounts you shouldn't be running errands like that what you should be doing is is being there just to watch what people are actually doing. And I think it, it just really set me back 500 500 not 500 dollars, 5000 dollars. 
And it's not like I didn't learn. I learned. I think I learned so much more about myself and it did teach me to value my time. It taught me how to be persistent. It taught me to realize and know what I want. It taught me to not take no for an answer and just be more persistent in voicing like what I want and also to be tenacious. Like if if it doesn't work out in uh, one area, maybe I can try something else and just being really, really a big advocate for for my own self and I think I can only share my experience and my story and hopefully it can inspire you to keep following your dreams. I really had to work for this internship but I also think that the cards aligned perfectly for me to be able to able to have this internship and actually have this listed on my resume. It also wasn't, you know, like the best of experiences because I didn't have the adequate funding to be able to do this internship, but I am glad that I was able to have this internship because I was able to learn a lot about myself and now I can share this story with you guys and inspire you to go after your dreams and keep chasing that dream that you have. And I think it doesn't matter where you come from. If things are meant for you, they are meant for you. And it doesn't matter like where you come from. And I really wanted to share this story because I come from a low income family and I was still able to secure an internship in New York City, one of the most expensive cities. And I was still able to make it. Yeah, it sent me back $5,000. But at the end of the day, I think I learned a lot about myself. And I think if you want to do an internship like this, I'm not here to discourage you. I'm here to provide you with the actual experience that I had and not sit here and glamorize my experience. I'm, I want you guys to know that I didn't have the adequate funding to be there. I uh, didn't have the, the biggest room or I was sharing a room with somebody else. And also while I was sharing that, like I still had to share with like 20 other people. So it wasn't like I I'm I'm not here to glamorize my experience whatsoever. Yeah, I got to meet really, really cool people and be surrounded by a lot of celebrities, but I think I also sacrificed a lot and it set me back five thousand dollars. But I think at the end of the day, like I have the all of these experiences to look back at and I still talk about my experience till this day. So I think at the end of the day it was worth it. Would I recommend it? I kind of like go back and forth only because it wasn't paid. I think if it was a paid internship, yeah, I would do it again. But because it's not paid, like, I don't know, like, I, I think you have to think twice about it because you really are going there to work. And I think it, it can set you back a lot financially. But I think if you start saving now and start planning for that internship experience, if it's still unpaid, then you can actually make it work. And that's why I wanted to do this solo episode so I could guide you guys and be a lot more prepared than I was and have a better experience. And maybe instead of living in Brooklyn, you can live in Manhattan and have an easier commute to the internship. But I hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. 
It it was an episode that I really wanted to do for a really, really long time because I think that you all deserve to intern at great companies and just learn about yourself and learn about that industry in more depth that you want to pursue. But I hope that you guys enjoyed it. Leave me a review if you did. I would really, really like to hear your guys' feedback. And if you guys want me to do a part two and go even more in depth about my experience, this one I just kind of wanted to share my road of how I got there and also give you guys some tips if you want to get an internship there where you can find these internships but I'm going to be leaving more resources in the show notes on my blog and I think I'm going to put up that job board of where you can find paid internships if you are looking to go into beauty fashion journalism media related careers because I do think that you should be compensated for your time but thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And I'll see you guys next time, next Tuesday, actually, for another episode.